Stay locked in and fully loaded. Bashani Radio and Verke Radio. They said we couldn't do it, but we global now, worldwide. Boom! In your face. Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten, and Manhattan. You are listening to BashaniRadio.com. New York City, always talking about everything. It's Bigger Than Hip Hop. I'm your host, Jeff Hodges. Really excited to be in the building as always. You guys know, we love to bring it to y'all. As always, that higher, infinite power, healing our people type conversation with brilliant black minds. I'm Jeff Hodges, and tonight... Joining me, my very special guest, singer, songwriter, multi-platinum recording artist, Miss Adina Howard. Welcome to the show, Miss Lady. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you. It's an honor and a pleasure. It's, you know, so many things I've learned in my research, checking out and preparing for the show, where it's now given me the idea that you have to be added to my list of heroes. You, Thank you. You're very welcome, Queen. You've done some amazing things, you know, and uh, listening and, sh- and, and checking out, you know, a lot of people digging into your past. They want to always go to the negative, but I found something real enlightening, your resilience, your persistence, and how you just empower women in one instance, and now you've definitely taken on a stance and empower them on another. How you been, Miss Adina Howard? Oh, I'm blessed. Better than good. No complaints. Indeed, indeed. Now tell us, why is Resurrection your greatest achievement, and what does this mean to you? Um, Resurrection is currently my greatest achievement because I had 100% creative control over the content, um, and it's it's my first independent, you know, full-length album release. And what it means to me is... Um, it's just showing me that I'm able to do any and all things that I put my mind to, um, whether people receive it or not. The accomplishment alone is a success. And um, this album is about being created anew, being reborn, you know, and, and just giving birth to um, who I am today, where I am in my journey. And uh, I, one of the, one of my... I should say the only reptile that I adore at this point in the world is a snake. And the one thing about a snake is when it sheds its skin, it's going through that, that like melting phase. It sheds its skin. And, and, and even though it looks the same, the fact that it's no, it no longer has that old skin on it is it's a rebirth. Um, first perspective, um, just, you know, the journey that I've gone on has helped mold and shape me into the woman that I am today. And that's why resurrection means what it means to me because um, it, I'm at another place in my life and the music reflects that. You kind of segue right into my next question. Blasphemy comes courtesy of your eagerly awaited fourth solo LP. And although uh, pretty much self-explanatory and you got into it in a bit, touched it on a tad bit, talk about the concept and what that title represents to you and for you. Rebirth, 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 being created anew, rising from the ashes of my past success and moving forward to continue um, on a path of success and achieving all that I desire to achieve without having to look back. 
Um, I appreciate my past definitely because it's a foundation, but I know that I can build upon that foundation um, with all that has taken place along my journey up to this point. So that's what resurrection means and why I entitled it that. And that's a beautiful thing. And with that, introduce it for the listeners so they can get it. And we're going to play that for them right now. Awesome. Introduce it for them, Mr. Dana. Which one are you about to play? We're going to play Resur- uh, Resurrection. I mean, Blasphemy. I'm sorry. Blasphemy. This is your girl, Dana Howard. And you are about to hear one of my favorite songs off of my new album, Resurrection, Blasphemy.
What's up, Adina? I'm definitely digging that one right there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how does Resurrection either differ or compare to the previous Adina Howard efforts? Um, well, it compares to the past efforts because I'm always singing about where I am in that moment of my life. So I, my music stays true. To who I am and what I'm out. How it differs is it shows the create, you know, the creative growth, the um, the maturation of my being as a woman. Um, it has incorporated um, a positive message, spirituality, letting you know, reaching out to our communities, letting us know that we are greater than any obstacle in any circumstance and any fake news they choose to, you know, disseminate out to the world. Right, right. Nearly a full decade after your last solo record, why did, exactly did it take so long in order for you to finally return to making music, and why now? I didn't want to do music anymore. I walked away from the industry um, because it just... The one thing about the entertainment business is it can suck the life out of you. It can really kill your spirit. And I just no longer had the desire to be a part of an industry that was about taking and not giving. And I felt like there were other things that I could be doing. I know that I have more than one purpose in this world, and I know I have more than one talent in this world. And I decided that I wasn't going to cry over spilled milk over, you know, the career not going where I would like for it to have gone, for the decline and and whatnot, because what goes up must come down. Mm -hmm. But um, I just, the the whole experience just kind of put me in a headspace and a heart space where I was like, you know, I need to step away and um, really collect myself and, and make sure that I'm all together right. And the reason why I came back is because my platform has a purpose. It seems like every time I walk away from the industry, I get sucked right back into it. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, this go around, I was like, you know, I, I'm, since technology is what it is these days and I have the ability to stand on my own, so to speak, I'll go ahead and do it because I don't have to worry about, you know, having a lot of people giving me, you know, a crap load of input and, you know, doing a lot of the work and not getting paid for the efforts that I've put forth. Got you, got you, got you. Now you continue to perform on the road and you work with a few producers and songwriters and release a couple of songs throughout the years, one being switched, the other being bad for me. And the one thing that really caught my attention is you went back to and obtained your associate's degree in culinary arts. Congratulations. Thank you. You're very Thank welcome. You. The question is, what 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 drove you to want to be a chef of the future? What drove me to what? Want to be chef? I'm, I'm reverting back to uh, the honeymooners when uh, Ralph was talking about <laughs> chef of the future. But you remember <laughs> what you want to be a cook? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Because I, I, for those of us who are seasoned individuals, we know who the honeymooners are, and okay. I, I refer to them more often than not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, again, I, I saw the decline 
in my, you know, my career. Uh, and I always felt like it was important to have something else to fall back on. That was my, that was something my mother always taught me. She's like, Dina, always have a plan B. And as I'm watching, you know, the shows kind of become, you know, less frequent, I just was really like, Lord, you know, there's got to be something else for me to do. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to be in the studio day in, day out, and trying to recapture, you know, this former quote-unquote glory. Mm-hmm. Um, because what's done is done. It is what it is. And I want to move forward. So how do I go about doing this? What is it that I can do? Because I know that this is the only thing I have the ability to do. And after praying on it for, you know, years, I finally, you know, got the answer. And I had been wanting to go back to school for a while anyway. So being that I have a passion for for feeding people, I love to cook because for me, it's, it's, it's about the instant gratification, you know, kind of narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Because out the, out the gate, when people taste your food, if it's, if it's on point, you get that instant gratification. So it was something that I experienced, you know, people enjoying what I do. And I said, well, let me make it official and, you know, get this degree under my belt. And, and because one of the things for me, it represented control, something that, no one can take away from me. You can't, you can take away, you know, you can erase the takeaway, so to speak, you know, or forget about my, my accomplishments in the music industry. Um, you cannot reward me, so to speak for, you know, having a number two song on the billboard charts back in the day and being the first quote unquote woman, black woman to sexually liberate, um, you know, other women, and you can completely ignore that. But what you cannot ignore is the fact that I have my associate's degree in culinary arts. You cannot take that from me. And that for me gave me a sense um, of control and a sense of that, you know, I can do whatever I set my mind to as long as I continue to push forward, follow through and commit to it. Mm -hmm. Indeed. You're listening to is Bigger Than Hip Hop, my very special guest on air with me, Miss Dina Howard. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. What you talking about? Check it. What's up? This is Damien Crazy Legs Hall, co owner of WWRN Radio. Keep it locked 24 7 and enjoy our classic hip hop and RB station. It ain't over. Don't touch that dial, baby. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-985-1813 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-985-1813 now. Again, that's 800-985-1813. 
Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. East up, east up. This is the Invisible Man, and you listen to the hottest radio show on the air. Breakfast is over, and it's dinner time now. It's bigger than hip-hop with your host, Jeffrey Hodges, on iHeartRadio. It's bigger than hip-hop radio. And we back. You listening to It's Bigger Than Hip-Hop. Check it out. Shout out to our sponsor, YMP Media. Thanks, guys, for tuning in with us today. And please go visit ympmedia.com for all your empowering, encouraging, enriching needs, featuring content that's easily applicable for you to learn how to grow and tap into your best potential. I have the pleasure of speaking with singer-songwriter, multi-platinum, recording artist, Miss Adina Howard. And we're talking about her new album, Resurrection. How you doing, Queen? Oh, I'm blessed. How are you doing, King? Indeed, I am definitely blessed. Especially I get to sit and chop it up with you. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) It's Friday. All right. Now, we was just getting into, you know, you kind of alluded to how, you know, uh, becoming a chef and having your associate degree gave you freedom. So talk about Mm -hmm. taking control of one's life and owning your own label, Indebtable Enterprises, Inc., and being in control of your own career. Oh my goodness. It's, it's liberating. It's the one thing I love about technology. It has made it so that you can be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, if you just have some business savvy and there's like really no reason why you cannot be successful these days because technology has made it so accessible to learn and to, to grow and to reach people. Um, in other countries. And so it was, it's refreshing for me to be in this time and age, especially when I came from um, an industry where back in the day there were a handful of labels and they, you know, threw money at you and mm-hmm. they did everything for you. And even if you recouped, you still got the, the thinnest slice of the pie and still had to pay your overhead with that. So to look at back then and to, to fast forward to now, to be able to have indelible enterprises and be able to share my talent with the world the way that I want to and to be able to put out content that I want to put out. Not to say that Freak Like Me, T-shirt and panties, butt naked, you know, nasty grind and all those songs are songs that I didn't want to put out because I definitely did. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done them. But... I'm able to, like I said before, I'm able to get in the driver's seat, set the GPS, and head towards the destination that I have, I have programmed into it. And Indelible Enterprises is my vehicle. My music is the product that I get to push. And I, just, I get to share my truth in a way that I am able to do it. And I can choose the singles that I want to put out. Versus somebody saying, well, that's not a hit. That's not a single. You know, go back into the studio. I, I, again, I have the control. And it's, it's refreshing because a lot of people don't even understand how powerful having control over your life and being mindful right. of, you know, of the power of that control and, and, and actually have, you know, doing it on purpose with purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know the story behind Welcome to Fantasy Island, which ultimately ended up shelled indefinitely, and it caused some obvious obvious reinventing of yourself. 
Talk about how setbacks set you up for the success you're experiencing today. Give it to them. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Welcome to Fantasy Island was, um, the, this, it was supposed to be my sophomore album uh, with Elektra. And they said there weren't any, you know, that I need to get back into the studio because there wasn't enough singles on there. And um, T-Shirt and Panties was actually on the album, but they took it to radio. And radio was like, this is too risque. We can't mm-hmm. play that. But, you know, and then they came back to me and they said, oh, they're not willing to play it. I'm, and in and, and my mind, I'm like, oh, no, they're not willing to put enough money behind it. So, they're, they're you know, they don't want to have to do that. Um, being young and immature and uh, cocky, <laughs> I ended up saying something about the head of the label that, got back to her and she flexed rightfully. So I'm not mad at her. She flexed. And, and because of, you know, my ignorant and indignant behavior, I got, I got sat down. I got sat down and I was, I had to sit for a very long time. It's like, it was like being put in timeout Mm. after you got in trouble and you just had to, sit there and think about what you did and how you could have did, you know, done it differently. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, and I did, I really, you know, once I got out of my own way and, and really looked at how I participated in the decline, you know, the reality setting was like, you actually did this to yourself. You know, you didn't have to say and didn't have to do, but you know, it is what it is. And so now it's just, like I said, you know, to, to, to look at where everything is today, I'm grateful, I'm humbled, I'm honored that that opportunity did happen right. because it created um, a place and space in my head and my heart to recognize that you have to be careful what you say, how you say it, and who you, know, and who you say it around. Because just because a person is smiling in your face doesn't mean they're on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are spies among us. You know what I'm saying? There will be people that you think are cool with you. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like talking and, 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 you, and you, you feel like you're safe to speak around them. Mm-hmm. And they want you to feel safe and comfortable so that they can go ahead and, and go spill the tea, so they say, to mm-hmm. other individuals. And so I learned a lot from that, and I needed to learn that because I did not—I didn't have a filter, and I did not understand the value of staying in my place and and having respect the way that I should have respect. And if I didn't have respect for that person, you know, there was a way to go about doing it. And so now, where I am today, like I said, it's it's helped prepare me for the world that I'm living in. It's, you know, sometimes you just have to go through some things in order to be prepared for the future. Absolutely. That's just the way that life is. You know, you have to make mistakes. The more mistakes you make, the closer to success you will become, you know, Mm -hmm. the more mistakes you make and the more things that you, you know, you go through, it helps bring you that much closer to the answers that you seek. Right. Right. You know, and it has definitely done that. It taught me as a businesswoman, you know, if you were to bring a, um, uh, an artist to the table, you would want them to respect you. You would want them to be grateful for the opportunity mm-hmm. and to 
make sure that there's a time and place for everything. Right. Indeed, indeed. Now for Resurrection, what track of yours defines you and why? Oh, my goodness. That whole album defines different parts of, of me. Um, because what I do when I create, I make sure that it encompasses, uh, you know, bits and pieces of my life that are relevant to where I am today and, and, and what would speak to those who actually listen. Mm-hmm. So I, there's really not one song that is that encompasses, you know, the whole of me. Mm-hmm. That album is, is, is a puzzle, and, and each song is a piece, and it creates the big picture when you listen to it from beginning to end. Gotcha, gotcha. Nowadays, do you put more stock in the concepts of the songs and the image that's being put out, considering you didn't when you put out Freak Like Me, which earned you that sex symbol status? I've always been conscious of what I put out. There's not ever a time that you've seen any content or heard any content that I was not um, responsible for. Okay. Like me, album cover was not an accident. They didn't have control over putting it out or not putting it out. I agreed to that. Um, the song Freak Like Me is based on my personality and who I was. And I'm still a freak, even at 44. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, you know, I've always had control of my image, so to speak, where if I did not like something, I, I spoke up and said, no, I don't want that. I don't like that. You're not going to do that. So from, from 95 in the beginning up until 2018 and beyond, I will always be in the driver's seat when it comes to the content that is put out on me because I am my brand. And how people perceive me is very, very important. How I perceive myself is more important than anybody else. Absolutely. You know, perception of me. Which is an excellent segue to my next question. Now, if you heard it over and over again, you've helped with the sexual liberation and all that greatness. But you you thought about it, and you, I mean, though you appreciate it rather, and you, the acknowledgement of it all, the one of the important things that you want young ladies to walk away from and understand that selling sex is an option, and it's not the only option. Talk about that for some young lady listening now, trying to get into the industry that's just doing too much. <laughs> I think that when young women and girls get into this entertainment industry, because it, you know, more often than not, it sells sex inadvertently or just, you know, just blatantly in your face. More often than not, you see the feminine aspect. You see the woman or the girl selling the sex. You don't really see men doing it much. Mm-hmm. And, and it's more often than not that you do see us as women that we do it. And I think that it's really being pushed in, you know, as if this is the only thing that we can sell as women, as girls. And it's not the only thing that can be sold to sell music or to sell a product. Um, and I, I really do want young ladies and women to understand if you do not have the desire to do it, if you do not feel comfortable in any way, shape, form, or fashion selling sex, you don't have to. Plain and simple, you don't have to. Now, if you don't want to, then that's a sacrifice that, you know, 
may have to be made in the sense that you may lose the opportunity. But understand that that's not the only opportunity that will present present itself. If you stand for what you believe in, the divine will always open a door for you to be able to walk through it to represent you the way that you desire to represent you. And you'll be able to walk through that door and walk through life with your head held high, not feeling shamed about, well, I'm doing something that I really don't believe in, but I got to sell records and I want to make this money. Don't sell yourself short. You deserve better than that. And if that's not what you want to do, don't do it. Fame is not worth selling your soul. You know, money is not worth you just, you know, shortchanging yourself. You're worth more than that. And there's no, there's nothing that you cannot do, you know, in this world if you put your mind to it and you don't have to sell it. You can sell a bottle of Coca-Cola if you want to and keep it moving. And it doesn't have to be, you know, and you don't have to sell it in a way where you're wearing a bikini and, and some heels and walking around with your butt out, you know, to sell, you know, to sell the product. There's somebody out there that doesn't want it to be sold to them like that. Mm -hmm. And you can, and if you can find that niche and and work it, you got it. Indeed, indeed. Congratulations on your Super Bowl performance over there at the Dome. (laughs) How was that? Talk about it. We had so much fun. Um, DJ Damu, it was his birthday, so I was invited to come out to Los Angeles um, to perform. And I was blessed with the opportunity to be on stage and go get my money. Right. <laughs> we had a great time. Go Eagles. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Also, congratulations on receiving two UB Honored nominations in the Best Artist Return Single for Blasphemy with King Gas and Best Independent R&B Album Release for Resurrection. Now, this is what I find interesting. Because I did my research, and that did not happen. The nominations didn't happen? Oh, the nomination. Okay, yeah. you didn't say nomination. Yes, See, I said nomination. Here, I, just hear, I hear you being that. I didn't hear the nomination just. I ain't mad at absolutely. you. Congratulations, Queen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Somebody else, you know, said, oh, you won. And so out the gate, I was like, oh, shoot, wait a minute. Somebody had a Steve Harvey moment? What'd you say? Somebody had a Steve Harvey moment? I can't. I can't. Yes, they did. <laughs> they sure did. They sure did. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. And he got all excited about it. I was like, oh, my God. What? And then I did my research. I was like, no, that didn't happen. But you got them nominations. But the nomination did. No doubt. Congratulations. And I, am, and I am truly grateful for that because the fact that it was acknowledged, mm-hmm. that for me um, shows me that people are paying attention to what I'm doing. Right. They're listening and they're looking and um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm right there in their line of sight and they see me coming mm-hmm. and that's good sometimes. Indeed. Indeed. You're listening to is bigger than hip hop with my very special guest, Miss Adina Howard. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. It's Bigger Than Hip Hop Radio presents A Moment in Hip Hop History with Mocha Brown. Paid in full. Follow the leader. Let the rhythm hit him. Juice. Know the ledge. These are four of the most influential records in hip hop history. Many MCs call them the blueprints of rap. I'm speaking of none other than the God MC himself, Rock Him. 
The album Paid in Full was named the greatest hip-hop album of all time by MTV. Eric B. and Rakim are a hip-hop duo that formed in Long Island, New York in 1986. Members include DJ Eric Barrier and MC Rakim, William Michael Griffin Jr., Rakim was a game changer. His poetic style of rap was admired and imitated by many rappers. Rakim was extremely articulate and his vocabulary was unparalleled. Before Rakim, most MCs had only basic one-syllable rhyme, line for line. In other words, once Rakim hit the scene, rappers had to step up their game. A lot. Rakim's consciousness seeps through his lyrics, giving his fans prophetic messages about the meaning of life. Deeply influenced by jazz artists like Coltrane and Miles Davis, Rakim learned to read music and also played saxophone. Boy, Rakim would often spend time with his aunt Ruth Brown, a jazz singer of the 60s. He learned a lot about showbiz from her and decided he would try his hand in the business himself. Eric B., who held down the role of DJ, like many rap doers of this time, was also a force to be reckoned with. His outside-the-box samples and banging beats declared him one of the baddest DJs around. These two forces combined their talents and imploded hip-hop. In 2011, they were nominated for an induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And in 2012, the Source magazine ranked Rakim as number one on their list of lyricists of all time. It's bigger than hip-hop radio salutes. True pioneers of hip-hop, Eric B. and Rakim. This is Mocha Brown with your moment in hip-hop history. East up, east up. This is the Invisible Man, and you listen to the hottest radio show on the air. Breakfast is over, and it's dinner time now. It's bigger than hip-hop with your host, Jeffrey Hodges, on iHeartRadio. It's bigger than hip-hop radio. I told y'all you can't see me. And yeah, I want to give a birthday shout-out to the Invisible Man. Thanks for that drop. And you're listening to is Bigger Than Hip Hop with your host Jeff Hodges. On the air with me is my very special guest, Miss Adina Howard. Hey. We're talking about that record, that album, Resurrection. And uh, I'm digging it. And I know that you Thank sent. Thank you. No question. No question. I know that you sent over another joint. Was that radio ready with that title? Can we play that? Nasty? Yes. Can we play that? Of course you can play now. Well, then introduce, introduce that joint. Introduce that. <laughs> it's the one and only Adina Howard, and you're about to get into my next single, Nasty. Let me have my fun with cream, strawberries down your back and 
gotta know my name Assume the position A teen is on a mission And I start at one Come over Turn over Remember You're a freak like me Nobody's gonna do you like me My nasty cry I got you because it definitely reflects that. <laughs> no doubt. So, talk about some of the songs on the uh, album that you know we can anticipate and what what the sound and you know where you was coming from. You know, give us something like I know there's one on there called Work. Talk about that one. Work basically, it to me, work has this almost like a dreamy sound to it. Mm. You know, nice. It's a nice urban pop type vibe. I think, and it really just goes into me getting my grind on, you know, letting people know that, you know, I don't come from the streets, but I showed, I, I know how to work the streets and I know how to, I know how to get my grind on and, and make sure I get mine. Indeed. Now let my listeners know where they can get that album from. 
Right now, they can go to adinahoward.com and get a free digital copy of the album. So they can go ahead and check that out. If they haven't gotten it, they can go get it once again at adinahoward.com, A-D-I-N-A-H-O-W-A-R-D.com. There you go. And let them know about all them social media sites so they can keep up with you. Because I know you got some tours coming up, one that being in April. We're going to talk about that in a minute. You know, we got, I got so much stuff going on right now. It's wonderful. Um, social media, Instagram, The Real Adina Howard. T-H-E, not T-H-A, not D-A, but T-H-E, The Real Adina Howard. Um, Facebook is Adina Howard. Twitter, Adina Howard. Snapchat, Adina Howard. LinkedIn, Adina Howard. Yeah, so and anything else that may be out there that I have a hold of is Adina Howard. Oh, Adina Howard. It's all about you. Yes. All right. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, look, we're talking about you getting ready to do so many things. You've been doing so many things. But April, talk about that tour that's coming up. April, is that the escape situation? Talk about it. Okay. so Because I have so much going on. If you don't kind of yeah. tell me what we're talking about, I'm like, uh. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I am blessed with the opportunity to, to share the stage with Escape, Brandy, and, and some other individuals. I think Raheem Devon is on it as well. So it's, a, it's the Funk Fest. And I'm excited about that because it's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. And I love Jacksonville, Florida. So I, I, the, one of the things that's happening is um, 90s music is coming back. That's right. It, the, the resurgence of 90s music is like major right now. And I am being blessed with the opportunity to share the stage with some amazing talent, people that I actually grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's Escape, Anthony Hamilton, Brandy, Tank, Carl Thomas, and myself. Yeah, we're going to be. And that's actually May 11th. Okay. May 11th instead of April 11th. So, yeah, we're, I'm hitting the stage for that. And I'm excited about it because I'm going to be a fan when I tell you, I'm going to be watching, you know, those artists on stage and just really enjoying, you know, being a part of, you know, an epic opportunity. No doubt. No doubt. Now, as you mentioned, you're being so busy. I couldn't get everything. So share something that's going on that we may not have touched on. I was in a movie or I should say I am in a movie called The Relaxer. Okay. okay. And um, it is being... It is debuting at the South by Southwest this year in March. It's, I believe it's going to be the first weekend or second weekend of March. And uh, I'm very excited about this independent film. They blessed me with the opportunity to share my talent with them. And um, I'm really pleased with my performance. So I'm excited about that. So the relaxer is, is going to be out this year. I'm working on a new EP called Diary of a Desperate Housewife. Work That should be coming out later this year. Okay. Working on a book called Adina Real Raw. Mm-hmm. And in the process of me doing this particular book, I'm, I'm actually going through therapy and, and as, I am this, as this book is being written. Because the co-author is a therapist. Okay. And um, she's really just, you know, helping me understand who I am and why I do and, and did some of the things, you know, mm-hmm. that I do and did. And so I'm working on that. I am 
going to get around to a cookbook, but if I find the cookbook very difficult in the sense that I season to taste. Mm -hmm. So, you know, measurements are very, um, measurements are out the window when it comes to my cooking because right. I know what I want my food to taste like. Right, right. And I make, you know, I, I, I season it to taste and I make it with love. So it's very hard to measure. Um, what else? I am actually in the process of starting a clothing line for um, women and men. So that's, that's underway. Okay. And it's going to be... Um, more it's, it's triple K clothing, cute, cash, and comfortable, or cool, cash, and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I I took the triple K KKK for the clothing because I wanted to take that negative that they just love to use and smash it back in their face. Gotcha. <laughs> you're like gotcha. you're like yeah. So now I have it. What? Mm -hmm. And the and the <laughs> and the and the symbol that I'm using is an African, a West African symbol, right? From the Ndinkra, Ndinkra tribe. So now it's like whole lot twice, whole lot twice. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Nah, that's what's up, Miss Lady. I'm so excited for you. That is what's Thank up. Thank you. You're welcome. Continue success, man. I'm so happy. You doing your thing. Your music is back out. Like you said, the 90 surgeon is on and popping, and you're a part of it. We're glad to know that and to have your joints rotating again. We're excited. I am too. I am too. Because it's, you know, there's a, a new there are new generations mm -hmm. um that have grown up on our music and generations that have that will be introduced to our music. And it's exciting. To be able to be a part of their, you know, their journey, be you know, our music to be the soundtrack for their journey. I think that's awesome. Indeed, it is. Now, as I always like to do, I want to close out with a quote, which will be by you. But before I do that, share some closing remarks. Be good to yourself. It's so important, you know. Don't love others more than you love yourself, because when it's all said and done. You know, if you don't love you more, then you set yourself up for disappointment. You set yourself up for um, a life where you're dependent on other people to approve of you. And you, if you accept yourself, it doesn't matter if anyone else does or does not. Um, continue to be grateful for where you are. And once you appreciate where you are and what you have, the divine will bless you with more. If you find yourself running in place, figure out what the shackles are that are that are holding you in place and begin to work on breaking those and you know continue to be the blessed that you can possibly be because God doesn't make a mess not at all not at all thank you Mrs. Howard also before you go let's get that drop for us where you at and who you with over here let them know Jeff Hodges it is bigger <laughs> way bigger then hip-hop. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys for listening live and in the archives. I want to thank my very special guest, Miss Adina Howard. And like I said, I quote, I'm sexy and cute, but there's substance to me. I'm a woman of substance. And that you are, queen. And we appreciate you. And we're going to be watching because we're going to have to get you back on being so busy and all. We're going to have to talk again. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. Well, I thank you for taking the time to be a part of It's Bigger Than Hip Hop. I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to allow me to be a part of It's Bigger Than Hip Hop. Indeed, indeed. 
Check it out, y'all. Thank you for joining us live, as I said, and in the archives. Be sure to download the iHeart app and search IBTHH for all our latest podcasts. And also, if you know someone who has something brilliant and empowering to share, please have them sign up at our IBTHHradio.com and let them be a guest on our show. Until next time, y'all, peace and love. And again, thanks to my very special guest, Miss Adina Howard. We're going to close out with DJ Ron doing his thing. Bang it out, y'all. Until next time, peace and love. Oh, yeah, y'all know next week is my birthday, February 16th, right? Y'all do know that. And y'all do know that the movie Black Panther coming out, right? I want y'all to go check that out and see your boy doing his thing. And also, we're going to have in the building actor, director, Mr. John Marshall Jones. See y'all then. Peace. DJ Ron.
love them. You are listening to It's Bigger Than Hip Hop Radio. And it's presented like a jewel. Enriching, encouraging, and engaging our youth. Here on iHeart Radio. With influential guests such as Susan Taylor. Uh, we're a community in crisis, and we have to step up. We have to stand up, we have to speak up, we have to work together. Just Siri X. And then because we have Facebook and Twitter and we're able to share this information, the information is getting out there more. Dr. Julia Hayes. Because we live in a racist society and you can get arrested, black boys, for walking while black, thinking while black, driving while black, and anything you're doing while black. Dick Gregory. I can go and tell you why this program you have is so beautiful. That one, truth don't never have to be validated by ignorance. But ignorance will never validate truth. This is It's Bigger Than Hip Hop Radio. Tune in every Friday from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on WWEAM 1100 on iHeartRadio. And so again, I said, you know, what you're doing is very important. And a lot of times when you do shows like this, you must have people listen, get a tape recorder, or make the tape available. Hit us up on the hotline at 404-603-8770. Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten, and Manhattan. You are listening to BashaniRadio.com. New York City, always talking about everything. Everything. <laughs> 